Hello and good morning to you, my beloved brothers and sisters in the Lord. Of course, it's your brother, Chido Jacob, here this morning to share with you today's episode of our ongoing fellowship with the Word. Let us pray. Don't forget, when we pray, we pray as sons of God. We are sons talking to our Father, and that must reflect in the spirit and in the words of our prayer. We are not slaves. We are not sinners. We are not Jews. We are not Gentiles. We are not black. We are not white. We are not male. We are not female. We are sons of God. So let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning. Thank you for the privilege of being called the sons of the Most High. Thank you for filling us with the fullness of yourself. Thank you for the gift of life. Thank you for the gift of the Spirit. Thank you for opening our heart, Daddy. And thank you for uniting us as one. Thank you because you have broken every bondage. Thank you because you have removed every darkness. And you have brought us into light. That we acknowledge every good thing that you have done for us, to us, and you are doing through us. We acknowledge every gift, every good thing that you have given to us to enjoy. Daddy, we thank you. We are so grateful. All of us this morning, your family, we say from our heart, thank you indeed, Daddy. We give you all the praise and all the glory and everyone who prayed as the son of god this morning will say with me amen and amen and amen and amen don't forget as we learn we are also learning prayer at, at the same time it will make sense where it is possible that there is no unanswered prayer that you have take note of that that you come to that place where you have no unanswered answered prayers amen and amen john chapter one i'm going to because of time out because i really want to read galatians that uh, that's one of the scriptures we read last sunday and but before i get there let me again begin from john chapter one verse number 12 where he said but as many as received him i'm reading the new american standard bible and then I, then i will jump over to tpt the passion translation but as many as received him, the other translation will say as many as embraced him or welcomed him, to them he gave the right, the right means the power, the authority to become children of God. Of course, you know, I have explained that already, to become sons of God. Now, to those who believe in his name, don't forget, to those who believe in his name, what is that name? That he is the son of God, who we are born, not of blood, not of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. What this means is, of the will of God. So notice this. What the scripture is saying here is that henceforth, now that we are sons of God, we can no longer see ourselves as just mere humans who were just born, you know, in, in as a human existence by the will of the flesh 
or by the will of man. No, we have to now begin to see ourselves as being born here by the will of God. Don't forget, I explained to you yesterday, and I say the same thing on Sunday. If your name is Chinenye, if your name is Ismaila, if your name is uh, Chris, if your name is Jeff, if you whatever your name is, that is just an earthly identifier. Your real name is the Son of God. You are a Son of God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So that means uh, the way I see myself, picture myself, think of myself, pray. I pray as a Son of God who is here by the will of God. Don't forget when Joseph was trying to get married to Mary. Don't forget that story. All right. Uh, he was hoping to be a normal family. And then, but at that time, it was at the time when God wanted to fulfill something. And, uh, you know, Christ came forth, right? Born of a virgin, right? And so it would be a terrible error to think of Christ as just one guy born of Mary in Nazareth. I mean, that would be a terrible error. And that's why when he said to the people, I am the bread that came from heaven, they were so angry because they were, don't forget, they were natural men thinking that his birth was just of blood, that is of Mary, or the will of the flesh. They thought it's just man and man, that man and woman that just got together. You know, they had no idea that his birth was just by the will and plan of God. That is his story and that is my story and that is your story. Now, let me now jump over because remember, I want you to hold this scripture in mind where we are saying that we no longer see ourselves as that we are just born of blood, of the will of the man, of the will of flesh, but we are born of the will of God. Now, now let's, let me go now to Galatians where again... The brother Paul, the apostle, tried to break this further down. Now, I really want to read Galatians chapter 3, just um, around verse number 28. But let me jump up and start at verse number 23. Galatians chapter 3, verse number 23. These are the scriptures that we read last Sunday. It says, So, until the revelation of faith for salvation was released. Don't forget until the revelation of faith for salvation that means faith is by that means salvation is by faith now but there was a time it was not faith because faith had not been revealed so let's read on so until the revelation of faith for salvation was released the law was a jailer the law was a jailer holding us as prisoners under lock and key until the faith which was destined to be revealed would set us free. Until faith came, the law was a jailer. Don't forget the problem we are having manifesting the fullness of ourselves is still because we are still operating under the purview of the law. But don't forget the opposite of, of faith is law. Opposite of faith is not fear. Opposite of faith is law. Law says here are the things you do 
to become good. Here are the things you do for God to bless you. Here are the things you do so that you go to heaven. That is law. Now, so if you can do those things and do it well, don't forget what I said now is the same across all religions. It's made of laws. For example, they used to tell us here that if you don't pay your tithe, you'll go to hell. That is a law. That is a law. But don't forget, there was a time those things existed and the Bible said they were meant to be there until faith is revealed. What is faith? Hey, I didn't do it. It's not because I did A, B, C, Y, Z that I am. I am just because I am. Why? A son of God. As this son of God is, so I am. If you like it better, as this son of God be, now so myself I be. That is what faith is. I didn't do it. I didn't follow any law. I didn't qualify for any law. I only accepted that the image I saw of the son of God is my image. That is what faith means. That means my blessings today did not come because I kept the law. My blessings today don't come because I pay tight. My blessings today don't come because I went to give an arm. No, I do these things because that is expression of who I am. I am already blessed. I don't know what other blessing or whatever title any man can ever get that goes beyond the Son of God. Is it Baptist? Is it Adventist? Is it Pentecostal? Is it, uh, uh, um, is it, uh, uh, what, what is it Catholic? Uh, is it Jew? Is it Gentile? Is it black? Is it white? Is it charismatic? What is it? Is it white garment? What is it that a man can take today, right? That goes beyond son of God. For a son of God to take these titles is to come down to son of men. Because these things are classifications of sons of men. And as I tried to speak to somebody this morning, didn't you notice that that is where our divisions are, right? Right, We become sons of God, but because we're ignorant, we go back, we take the new one and we put it inside an old bottle. We become sons of God, but then we go back and classify ourselves as Catholics, as Jews, as Gentiles. Now there is division. Now there is a war. Now, and you think that's what God wants? Nope, that's not what God wants. The will of God is that all men are united together in one place, in our sonship. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Okay, so now don't forget this one I'm explaining is just a pretext. It's also important, but my text now I'm coming. So the law was our guidance until Christ. Don't forget all those rules and regulations were guidance until Christ. But sir, Christ is here. And it says, until Christ came so that he will save us by how? By faith. But now that faith has come, sir, this is where you and I are now. That's why I'm reading this to you. But now that faith has come, we are no longer under the guidance of the law, uncle. But now that faith has come, now, don't forget, now faith has come. We are no longer under the guidance of the law. But what are we? Don't forget the subject of our discussion this week is who are we? Now, who are we? The Bible says now in verse 25, you have all become true children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. Now, listen, of course, the older translations we said you have all become sons of God, right? So the law is for sons of men. 
sons of God, Christ, in Christ, no longer live by the law. For you have all become true children of God by faith in Christ. Going back to go and give yourself a tag, to go and give yourself a title. For example, once you say, I am Baptist, that means you go back to law. They say, well, Baptist, they don't wear like this. They don't talk like this. If you're a Baptist, you have to do like this. You have to do like that. That is a human identifier. Christ came to free us from these things to remove the divisions. Why is that? If you identify yourself, oh, by the way, I'm not saying Baptist because I have anything against Baptist. I can use anyone Catholic. I can use Pentecostal, Pentecostal. I can use all that. It's the same thing. Now, the problem becomes if I don't worship like you do, if I don't fall on the ground like you do, if I don't somersault like you do, now I see you differently and you see me differently. In fact, some of you, you don't believe this one I'm doing is right. I don't, you think that's what God wants? No. God, Christ came to elevate all of us above distance so that we are all sons of God. Now, don't forget what unites us together is faith in Christ. How does that work? If I be a son of God and you be a son of God, are we united already? Yes, because you and I, now we have just one father. I am your brother. You are my brother. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. He says this, you have all become true children of God, right? Notice by faith in Jesus Christ. What does he mean by faith in Jesus Christ? Don't forget what Jesus Christ means. That's the image of the son of God. So we are all saved by faith in believing that we are sons of God. Now listen to this. Faith immersed you into Christ. Now, I will talk about this another day because of time. But let me just point this. You see where it says faith immersed you into Christ. The other translation says by faith you were baptized. You were baptized. But the TPT changed it here because when people read baptized, they think of water baptism. They think of water baptism. But what baptism means is being immersed. It's like you take a white piece of cloth, right? In fact, that's the literal meaning of baptism. You take a white piece of cloth, right? You put it inside a dye, a water that has dye. By the time that white piece of cloth comes out, it takes the color of that dye. That's what baptism means. It's a way to explain that when you are, when you and I are joined to Christ, we become him, he becomes us. Again, I'm going to talk about that issue again because remember what Jesus said. He says, go into all the world, preach the gospel, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. And everybody read it as water baptism. Again, this is where he said faith. The other translation says by faith you were baptized into Christ. Here he says what it means is that by faith you were immersed into Christ. Faith has dipped you into Christ. You are not that white piece of cloth dipped into a blue dye. When you come out, you become exactly like that blue dye. Don't forget about that. Amen and amen. And he says, and, and he says it here. He says it here. Look at it. He says, faith immersed you into Christ and now you are covered and clothed with his life. We are covered and clothed. We were immersed, baptized into him. Now we have his life. Now, this is where I am going to hopefully 
I may repeat this tomorrow. Everything I have said this morning is to bring you to this verse. He says, and we no longer see each other in our former state. And we no longer see each other in our former state. Because we have been baptized, immersed into sonship, we no longer see ourselves in our former state. The Bible says, what are those former states? For them that time, for them that time, what is the former state? Jew or Gentile? We no longer see ourselves as Jew or Gentile. Look at this translation, rich or poor. In fact, I will slow down here so that I don't rush. I will deal with this verse again tomorrow, right? Because look at what it says. We no longer see ourselves as Jew or Gentile, as rich or poor, as male or female, because we are all one through our union. Don't forget our being baptized union into Jesus Christ. Don't forget, if you are white, if your cloth is white, your cloth is, your own is yellow. Your own is another color. Your own is another color. If we bring all of them and we put it inside a water that has a blue dye, all of us will come out to be blue. Now we are the same, right? We are the same. You are no longer blue or black. You are no longer white or black. You are no longer Jew or Gentile. Now look at this one here. It says male or female. Stop. I remember something. Did you know that the first greatest quarrel that broke out with the early apostles, you know what it was? Did you know that the greatest first fight of the church after Christ, did you know what the fight was? Have you read your scriptures? Did you know what was the great, the first greatest challenge of the gospel? You know what it was? It was because the believers who were Jews we are trying to convert the Gentiles believers to become Jews. That was the first greatest challenge of the church. The believers who were Jewish were trying to say for these Gentiles to become believers, they have to first become Jews. By how? By circumcision. They had to first become Jews. So instead of bringing them to Christ, they were trying to bring them into their own culture and tradition. That is why brother Paul was so angry. He called Galatians foolish. Oh, you foolish Galatians. Because these other people had gone to Galatia and said to them, you cannot be believers. You cannot be believer in Christ except if you're first a Jew. So you have to first be converted you have to first be converted from being a Gentile, a non-Jew, to become a Jew. That was why even brother Paul had a problem with Peter. He was so angry with Peter that he rebuked Peter, said, Why are you, you who is a Jew, right? You are behaving like a Gentile, but you're also trying to convert the Gentile to a Jew. What is the point? Don't, don't forget this. This had been the problem of the church from the beginning. Trying to convert one man to another. And Jesus never did any of that. He came to tell the Jew, the Gentile, everyone, you all are sons of God. Return to your father. Now, let me go back. And I, I'm, I'm sure by the grace of God, I'll take this scripture again tomorrow. Now, it says you are no longer male or female. Now, stop. Did you know that as long as you think of yourself as a female, right? 
that thinking has already imposed limitations on you. Did you know that? As long as you think yourself as a female, because thinking yourself as a female will limit who you are to what your culture defines for females. So also a man. That is why for us, remember I told you, for us to do different, we have to first be different. And we can be different from first seeing ourselves as different. Now, the older translation say no one is, is free, no one is a slave. This one said, no one is poor, no one is rich. I'm going to come back and deal with this tomorrow again. So that you see that we are already free. It's just that we have not seen our freedom. Imagine saying, no one is poor, no one is rich. Just start thinking about that. As I asked them the question last Sunday, let me ask you this question. If I were to ask you now that Jesus, was he poor or was it rich? What is going to be your answer? I'm not going to give you the answer. Think about it. Look at the life of Jesus. Could you have classified him as a poor man? Or could you have classified him as a rich man? Think. Let that be your assignment for the day. Think about that. And we come back tomorrow. Amen and amen. Please, I'm going to sign off here. Help me to spread this message of reconciliation. Bringing all men back to the family of God. No longer black or white. No longer Jew. No longer Gentile. No longer Nigerian. No longer Yoruba man, Igbo man. In him, we have all been died together. We all have one color. What is that color? We are all sons of God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And don't forget, this morning, you have been served. Shalom.